Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Total Gamers Podcast. My name is Sybil. Today I'm joined by Craig. Say hello, Craig. Hello. It's, uh, it's been a while since it's just been me and you, mate. This is like, yeah, it uh... is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to this a little bit. Yeah, it has been a, yeah. it has been a while, hasn't it? So we've been doing it. Uh, our listeners will notice that we've been we've been um, putting out more content, and the downloads have increased uh, dramatically. So I'm glad people are enjoying it and people are tuning in. So we've got these uh, shorter type content shows. So rather than going for an hour, we're going for like twenty to thirty minutes, and uh, we're just talking about the subjects of the day. Uh, and Craig, we're going to be talking about the most recent going ons at Arsenal and your thoughts and feelings um, of how Arsenal is. And, and I'm sure our listeners know that you are podcaster of the the, the famous same old Arsenal. It's made its return with a yeah, band, yeah, um, which is, which is absolutely awesome. And you can find yourself in, in top level podcasters there. Oh, Lee Mark Judges, you got Harry there. It's, uh, it's 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 fantastic, mate. I'm really glad you've started that show. Again. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. Today, I want to get your opinion on some Arsenal news, right? And I've just read up in, in the most recent going ons, and one thing that I've seen is that Arsenal are been sort of relinked if you will, to Douglas Ruiz of Aston Villa, the central mm. midfielder, plays as a sort of number six sort of type, defensive but not too defensive, kind of box-to-box kind of type of player. He's been linked to him back in 2020, um, and looked potentially that the Villa were going to go down, he might get him on the cheap. Uh, it surprised me a little bit these have been sort of linked to him again and shown an interest. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I mean, it's, it, being an Arsenal fan and transfer windows, they don't really go together, mate, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, so it's very, very hard when you're an Arsenal fan to 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 pick to pick something to believe in. Um, mm. You know, to pick a transfer where you think, oh yeah, this is really going to happen because we've been burned so many times over the past. Were you disappointed I mean, we were with all... the Dusan Vlahovic? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah, he's he's put a lot of work into that deal, and yeah. it seems to kind of fell through. And yeah. before you know it, you're a week you're a week out before the exactly. window ends, and you're you're a wee bit short. When there was money there that has been put aside for Arsenal to spend this window, and he's haven't got mm. your man, and I don't think it's wise to panic buy and spend that money. What do you think? I know he's a close to no, no, and that's no, why no, he's no. wanting to improve. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely think we need a striker by the end of the window. That, that that's for sure. That is for yeah. sure. Um, all legs in one basket. We have got to get a centre forward. 
The midfield, I'm not too worried about. Um, well, you know, once every midfield. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not too worried about. We'd have Granite Jacker back. Thomas Barty's back from the Afcon. Lukonga's in there. Smith Rowe, you know, Odegaard. Um, so I'm not really too worried about midfield, and I'm quite surprised um, to hear that we're linked again with Douglas Lewis because I mean he's a good player um, who, who I rate, but is he really going to want to come away from Aston Villa at the moment? I don't, you know, you'd, are they getting exciting like, new manager? They're, yeah. they're, they're buying expensive players. Exactly, exactly. He's kind of nailed down a place in the squad as well. He's mm. getting game time, and I think until that yeah. changes, I don't know if it'd be wise for from a Douglas Lewis point of view to move clubs at this time. Mm. Although yeah. I do think Arsenal. Are get they're definitely improving as the season goes on. I think I seen he's linked to Gini Wijnaldum for a loan move, and that's a yeah. move that would make a lot of sense for me. Gini yeah, that'd be a great signing. Yeah, yeah. He's been play, He's played a lot of minutes in his career. In the, the past few years, he's been for outfield players. He's he's been top in in the, in the top five, ten mm. in Europe for minutes played outfield. Yeah. Uh, which is obviously a, a polar opposite to what he's played just now as a sort of rotational squad player for PSG but obviously it's a, it's a difficult side to get in and make your mark on but if he was to come and get his, his wages paid um, go to Arsenal I think he could really offer something in that midfield and, and, and my vision of it would be like a Laconga a party a Jerry Wijnaldum what, what, a, a pair of two from those three with um, yeah. a Smith Rowe and an Odegaard in front I don't know what your thoughts on that Well, it would be, be very nice, wouldn't it? I mean, Wijnaldum and, and Party in the middle with Odegaard just in front of that. That's would a be, good midfield. That's, that's a, that's a good be very midfield. nice indeed, wouldn't it? Do you know? Mm. I mean, I mean, Odegaard's got a lot... Odegaard's coming through a lot of um, criticism uh, since he's been at Arsenal. But again, he's still a young lad coming into a new club and, you know, he, he's he's got years and years and years to flourish. Um, like I said, if I was if I had to pick if, if I had to pick over Douglas Luiz or, or uh, Wijnaldum, it, I would probably go for Wijnaldum to be honest mm. with you. The more experienced head, um, you know, and, and, and alongside Partey, I think they would they, they they create some kind of they'd create a really really good partnership. But again, mate, I'm, I'm not too worried about midfield. I'm, <sighs> it's not where you you need to score goals. I watched yeah. the high, the extended highlights of the Burnley game. I looked over the statistics, right. He's dominated again, dominated possession, dominated shots, shots, and mm. the, 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 the the trouble was putting the ball in the, in the back of the bastard net. Yeah, um, exactly. And it looks as if this love affair he's have had with Obama Yang is, is now over. He's not been included in no. the Dubai camp. It's looking like he's going to go out the door, probably yeah. to the Middle East, yeah. um, where he can get a lot of money, um, which I think suits Arsenal. I think it's better. He's maybe just break ties. I mean, you, you kind of cast your mind back where, where there was a lot of interest in Aubameyang, mm. where you yeah, got but, quite a lot of money for him. Yeah, but you see, back then... Um, he's wanted him. He was, he's wanted he the contract, well. didn't he? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he's got this... We've we've heard that he was sent home from... Uh, we've heard that he was sent home from the AFCON because of covid but then mm. it comes back that he's been sent home from Afcon for unprofessional behaviour again. Yep. Um, you know, and people, they, you know, I've seen people actually be on podcasts and and say that the mis the the, the man management of of, um, of a is wrong and is a disgrace. And I have to, you know, I have to sit back and go, like, where where in your head does that even come into? Where does that even register? He was late for the North London derby, captain of Arsenal. He was sent away to France um, to, to, to visit his mum. Arrived arrived back a day late. This is all as captain as Arsenal. This is all of captain as captain of Arsenal now. Yeah, we don't know what's been going on behind the scenes. You know, apparently behind the scenes there's been a lot, a lot, lot more going on. 
Now, the man management of, of Aubameyang has been a disgrace. I don't get it, Jane. I, 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 I don't see how anyone... And you'll never with yourself. There's been a yeah. lot of public stuff with Aubameyang not necessarily being the best professional and how he yeah. conducts himself. Even... Even to an extent, the 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 way he conducts himself and the public eye, there's been a lot of sort of like people catching him on camera. He's, he's playing a tool or whatever. He's playing a tip. Mm. You know, he's not massively the face you want re- representing. I think he had a, he had a role to play, but I don't think that role is captain of Arsenal. I think there's no. there needs to be a different personality for that. I think it's a it's a shame because there was a whole Arsenal had almost like a bit a bit of trauma from the from the Ozo contract and how yeah. the difficulties that came with that in the coming years. Mm. It was difficult to get Ozo off the books. It was it affected squad morale massively. He the news was always on him. It was difficult but the managers came in. Unai Emin had a t- like a yeah. terrible time of it. You know, he was damned yeah. if he did, damned if he didn't. You know, it, he right. couldn't he couldn't have a bad game without it being totally pointed at it's because you yeah. you didn't play Ozo and I mean Ozo came into the squad, it wasn't nearly good enough. You know, it's and and then you see there was a lot of when he's wanted to put the, the contract on the table for a Bamiang, there was people that wanted it because he was playing well. And there was a lot of people that were slightly apprehensive about giving out such a big contract to a player whether they could get stung again. And in my opinion, he's got the big contract, he's not performing. That's a no. disappointment. That's a disappointment. It, it's another Mercer Ozil situation, isn't it? The player, you know, before the big contract was handed to Mercer Ozil, he was phenomenal. Mm. Do you know before the before the before the big contract is handed out to Aubameyang, phenomenal. Once they've signed the big contract, it's all downhill from there. Now I was calling for him to be to have you know I was calling for him to have the captaincy taken off him because when he didn't have the captain's armband, he was more natural, he was more free flowing, he was more more confident. You know, he was he was finishing and but as soon as he got that captain's armband, I think the burden on him to be captain of Arsenal because to be the captain of Arsenal that's a heavy shirt mm. right that is, that is a heavy shirt if you go there's through there's been the, some you know, monsters go... to wear that armband there's been some oh, monster yeah. Yeah. world class yeah. players to wear that yeah. captain's Absolutely. armband at Arsenal you go back through the years who have worn that armband you know and I think it was too heavy for him James and uh, and it affected him I really really do now I was calling for him to have the captaincy taken off him not because I didn't like him, or not because not because I didn't feel that he could be a good captain. He, he he could be a good captain, but I feel it was affecting his performances on the pitch. I just wanted him back in the team, scoring goals, doing what he does best, and not having to have that burden of of being the captain. Yeah, um, do you know? That, and that is the only reason why I wanted it taken off him. I mean, when you look at the setup at the forward line now, right? I don't think he suits the the way he's playing right now because he doesn't have the hold up play. Of Lacazette through the middle, and then he's yeah. normally put like a Smith row out now on the left hand side that cuts in yeah. quite narrow. I quite like that role for Smith row. I think he's really, really effective at playing that, and he's yeah. quite, definitely been one of the sort of standout players um, of this season for Arsenal. And he's obviously been given the sort of number ten shot as a statement of saying, you know, when there was a lot of interest shown in Smith row, you know, mainly by Villa who wanted to spend over the odds to get him there. I think that, that number 10 shot was a show of faith from Arsenal to say that you are part of the long-term plans of this football club. And Aubameyang likes to play out on the left as well and cut in. And I think, you know, there's there's not really room for that when, he, when he's going to be acting the way he's acting. On exactly. You can't have, you know, he's not, it's not a good look for the young players to have him around. Um, you know, being the fancy boy, you know, the spice boy, if you want, you know, 
videos of him on social media driving fast cars and sitting on bonnets draped in gold chains and you know i mean that's that's something rappers doing it you know i mean like yeah when, and when you've got such a young upcoming squad coming Stolen through you it. don't want you don't want him exposed to that because it sends out the wrong message for me you know absolutely absolutely i'm trying to think of potential targets and it is a, I'd, I'd imagine it is hugely disappointing for us not to, to not get Dusan I don't think I mean you don't you, you don't need I don't uh, James I don't think you need to sit there and think of targets because I don't think there is any um, that's what I was I'm about to allude to uh, in terms of yeah. clear targets for Arsenal right now the yeah. only one I can really think of is Dominic Calvert-Lewin who's mm. kind of really fell off the boil he's took this injury quite bad he played I think he played ever so well under Ancelotti since then yeah is coming back. He's he's he struggled, so I don't think you want to go splash it because you need to pay the English tax for mm. um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. So you're looking exactly. for it's sixty million pounds there. Yeah, Vlahovic is probably going to move for about seventy-five million euros um, to to Juventus, which is obviously that's way out your price reach um, as it should be. I think I think Juventus are actually playing over the odds for him right now. Um, he's been linked to Luis Diaz along with Spurs. Um, but apparently Spurs are, are showing much more interest in yourselves. If there's not a clear target, do you want to spend the money? Oh, yeah. On a centre-forward, absolutely. A centre-forward, yes. If they, so if you gamble spend... it. If it was like a last deadline day, you need yeah. somebody to get someone in the door. Is that? Is that... Got to bring in a centre-forward. No yeah. excuses. Like mm. I said to you, mate, I keep saying it. Not, 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 I'm not worried about midfield. If Arsenal are going to finish in the top four, we need a centre-forward before the 31st of January. And we need a big, tall, strong centre-forward. That seems okay. to be the, that it, seems to be the uh... <laughs> what's his name? Uh, the Swedish lad, Alexander uh, Isik, is it? Is it? Oh yeah, Isik? yeah, Alexander yeah. Isik. Yeah, you know, bring him in. Um, but again, you're paying over the odds. I think they want something like seventy-seven million pounds for him. Like, I mean, where where these prices come from? I do not know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Is it because they know Arsenal have got a bit of money to spend or or, or whatever? But seventy-seven million pounds seems very overpriced. But look, it's not my money. Do you know, if he's gonna be if he's gonna be the player that comes in and, and starts scoring the skulls and, and 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 gets us up into the top four, then you know, great, mm. bring him in. But then you're always gonna take that risk in January on a player. He might not do it at all. Do you know? I mean, you know, look at the players. We, I mean, when we signed, I remember when we signed Nicholas Pepe. You know, seventy-five million pounds. Still paying him off. Unfortunately, <laughs> you know, it's, unfortunately, you know, other other people don't agree with me, but it's the biggest it's the biggest transfer I've seen where the pants have been pulled right down in front of everyone, um, that transfer. A lot of people say he's good. A lot of people say, you know, that he's, he can still do a job. Not for me. Not for I me. Don't, I don't love him that Biggest camp. waste of money got, ever, I think. Yeah. I think his left, his left foot is superb. He's got a superb left foot, yeah. which is enough to yeah. get you by yeah. in some leagues. In some leagues, that, that's enough. If you can yeah. cut inside. So that's what, you know, that's what I don't it, want. This, this league is, is just, it's too competitive. All the fullbacks, all the centre backs, not yeah. to show Pep. If he's on the left side, you know not to let you, you. You show him inside, so he can't go on his left foot. And if he's on the right side, you show him down the line, so he can't yeah, go on exactly. his left foot. And that's such an easy player to defend against that he's yeah. just. I mean, I've even watched him. I've even watched him in Afcon last night. I watched the African Nations game. Exactly what you just said there. Yeah. The defender just show him down the right, and he got the ball all the time. And Do you know, so you can't easy. have a player like that playing, you know, playing in the Premier League and and for a, you know a supposed top club like Arsenal, you know, you need to have more um, in the locker. You need to have more at your game. Oh, um, absolutely. And for the sum of seventy-five billion pounds, you expect a player to have more in the locker. 
He's better oh, yeah. player to be able to beat a man, right? Granted, he's got pace, right? But he's not really technically mm. adept with the feet with to, to you know do a step over, leave a man for dead. You know what yeah. I mean? On the on the side, and then he can cut on his left foot. It's not as even after that. He seems the one move as cut inside, hit from shoot from distance. Yeah, and I mean to can, be fair, so he's you, had can, a couple... you can buy that in the championship for five million pound or something. You know, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's had a, he has had some good guys. He's had a couple uh, yeah, of good oh, games, hundred percent. Yeah, and he's, he has, he's got some... but not on a consistent basis. No, not the only way I can. Arteta see don't him. like him. It's, it's plain to see. Arteta's Arteta's not not got any faith in him whatsoever. And there comes um, a certain time where I think Arteta's made the right decision in terms of he's not. He's just leaned on Saka on the mm-hmm. right hand side. I think yeah. there was a there was a sort of everybody's seen Saka as a ultra versatile player, which he is to a certain extent. But his performances always showed that his best work was done on the right wing. Yeah. Um, not a left back, not, yeah, not well, in the centre of midfield, not a right back, yeah. right wing is, is the spot for him. And I, I think Arteta has done the, done the right thing in terms of just nailing down that spot. And that sack is fit, he plays, simple as that, isn't it? Absolutely. So he's the first name on the team sheet, you know. him and him, At the moment, him and Martinelli and... You know they're the they're, they're the first they're the first two names on Arteta's team sheet. I'm pretty sure. Um, mm. Very 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 excited about Saka and Martinelli and you know Smith Rowe and Odegaard. They're all so young. I like the mixes. You know, there's there's a mix of experience and youth. You know, you look at the youth that we've got. You know, kind of up the pitch. Then you come back a bit and you've got Thomas Partey in there. You know, you've got Kieran Tierney who is young but is 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 you know he's fully experienced. Mm. Um, Gabriel Ben White. Ben White, an experienced Premier League centre half. Gabriel, I would put in there in with the with the young, you know. So yes, he's twenty something year old, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> Do you know? I mean, he's only yeah, he's he's only young. I mean, you have got Aaron Ramsdale as well, only young. I can see what I, I can really, I can really, really see what Mikel Arteta is 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 doing. I really can. I can see it. A lot of people can't. You know, they want transfers in and this that. I mean, I'm frustrated that we haven't brought anyone in. I'm, you know, I've been knee-jerking on Twitter, you know, people are saying, oh, but we showed ambition, we showed ambition trying to sign um, Valovic or whatever his name is. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. Let's let's try and sign um, yeah, Mbappe. Let's, let's put a bid in for him. That'll show some <laughs> ambition. Do you know? So you don't, I don't get that. Oh, we showed ambition. No, no, no. We, showing ambition is no good if you're not going to bring the player in. Absolutely, it means nothing. You don't get any. You don't get any any points for for almost exactly. It's not going to. It's not going to get five goals. Oh, did they try and sign him? I'll go give him five extra goals. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's just it's, don't happen like that. It, it, feel, it does feel like I would say slightly dis- disappointing as a whole that they've spent that much of the window trying to get mm. us over the line, trying to get one to, player. Yeah. yeah, it's it seems as if I think they should have been in pursuit of, of multiple players and been pretty clear of their, of their targets. Well, look, we don't, you know, I don't know that they, that's not the case. I don't know. I, I would be very surprised if they chased the player for a month and didn't have plan B, plan C. So We've not I really heard expect- anything publicly about it. And normally you get something well, in the grapevine. You get some some sort of, someone somewhere says, right, they've been to the, they've been monitoring this yeah. player. They've asked, they've asked the question, is this player available? I've not seen to any of that, fair, but I'm, I'm sure you're right, and they actually do have options that they that they're thinking about. Um, Arsenal have never done any business in the media, never. That's true. They've never done any business in the media. Players that have turned up um, have been talked about by you know Ornstein or or Fabrizio Romano, and and you know the here we go kind of crack. Do you know you might get your little whisper just before it, but. 
business does move pretty fast in London. I was speaking about that yesterday, that London is like, it can be, sometimes the deal's done before you even read it in the news. Exactly, exactly. Um, I mean, I think the, there was one, I mean, Nicholas, Nicholas Pepe was one of them. You know, we were all, there was all, you know, the rumour was out there, but we didn't actually, we didn't actually really get any um, defiance on it until um, someone leaked a picture of him having a picture taken in the kit. <laughs> and, then you know, and then everyone's going oh that's a photoshop that's a photoshop when it wasn't it was actually genuine and of course that was it everyone knew do you know so and then as soon as that picture was released it was funny actually as soon as that picture was released Ornstein Fabrizio oh yeah, it's done they're, they're all it's over it's that, like, do you know yeah, yeah. so yeah. if, if yeah. we hadn't seen that picture we wouldn't have known for a you know we wouldn't have known for another day or two you know so you're dead right but Arsenal have never Arsenal have never been a club that do their, you know, that do their business in 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 the public, in the public eye. They've always been like that. Always been quite secretive, and you know, we don't normally find out. Uh, I mean, the Mercer Ozil one. I remember the Mercer Ozil one. That story broke at about one o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all like, Mercer Ozil. Like, why is Mercer Ozil going to leave Real Madrid and come to Arsenal? Yeah, you know? inflammatory. Like, you must have thought yeah, that it's, it's like, like an inflammatory oh, sort of like. I you know, believe see... it, like, you know, but yeah. uh, I doubt it. But then you know, last minute transfer deadline day. You know, I can still remember all the all the people outside the Emirates, and I can still you know remember the reporter. Um, you know, so I mean, the Bambiang was the same. There was a little, you know, there was a little rumor out there. There was a little teaser with Mkhitaryan mm. um, in his in his in his video, his announcement video. You know, Yo Pierre, do you want to come over here? And everyone kind of cottoned on to that. <laughs> And that made that quite an exciting week, you know, and he turned up. So it's, it was a, I was wondering, right, and um, I felt like a new signing could be made without actually making a signing. I wanted to get your opinion on this. I thought that you could have recalled William Saliba this, uh, in January, given that he's good form in France, and then that would feel like a new a new sort of centre-back, like a rotational option, because... Well, we, I suppose we could have do done, but... I don't think... I think I've just read a news article there that that was a question that was asked. Why hasn't he been recalled? So I think mm. he's going to finish the season. Uh, he's outspoken saying he's staying at Arsenal. Yeah. So he's not going to remain there on a permanent deal, which I think is good news for Arsenal, given he's only, yeah. he's only sort of 20 years old. Uh, and I think you need to find a solution to not play Rob Holden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Poor old Rob. Poor old Rob. You got, no, Mario, no. Get him out. you got Pablo Mario out the door. The next one you need to get out of the door. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he probably Rob Holden hasn't gone out the door for that fact. To be honest, I mean, we've yeah. still got Callum Chambers. You know, Callum oh, he Chambers needs to go. He needs still to go. there. You know, Mike I mean, Martin. these players. I don't think any. You know, those two players that we mentioned. I don't think they'll be at Arsenal in the summer. Um, I think they'll be. I think they'll be moved on. Um, as far as what he's been, like, he's quite vague in interview. He says, "I've spoke to Arsenal. Blah blah blah. I'm not. I'm not leaving. And um, I, I am part of the plans. I reckon Arteta's had a word with him. Said, listen, there will be space for you when you come back in the summer." Don't don't yeah. try and force a transfer or anything like that. Yeah. This is uh, Saliba, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I must I say, I'm not really. I, you know, I kind of concentrate on you know what players are here. I'm not. I'm not a great. I'm not a great Arsenal fan to keep an eye on. Yeah, these what's going on over there, kind of mm. thing. You know, I just let him get on with it. And if, mm. you know, if he turns out, I've heard obviously he's going to come back. But I mean, I thought I thought that Mikel Arteta had done the, um, the real right thing with William Saliba. I really do. Um, People well, he's going to get a lot of confidence. He's playing a lot of football oh, for a young, for a young centre-back. It's super important. Yeah, yeah. If he comes back in an Arsenal in a good spot, yeah. he, he, he I mean, will I know that side, year, right? 
who can I get in front of? Rob Holden, yeah. right? I can be third choice centre back here easy. Yeah, yeah. If I can be third choice, then there's a good chance I can get myself to, to second choice. Absolutely. Then you get that wee bit of sort of like um, competition for places, which is really important for sides. Which is what we've never place. had. We've yeah. never had that at Arsenal. Over the years, it's been like, I mean, I'll, t- I'll take Olivier Giroud as, a, as an example. I knew he was playing every week because there was no one there to challenge him. Yeah. Do you know? Takes the Mustafis, the, the Thomas Vermarlins, the Koscielny's. They mm-hmm. played every week because we didn't have anyone else. Mm. Yeah. So that that is something else at Arsenal as well that I'm you know that I'm that I'm I'm happy to see and that I'm you know I'm happy to have at the club is is competition for places because they can all push each other to the you know to the limit. I mean like you know um, uh, Travares came in and um, he kind of had Kieran Tierney out of the team and I'm pretty sure that that made Keith, you know Kieran Tierney you know move on a bit um, and he's and he's won his place back. Thank God, because I mean, look, I mean, he had a shocker against Nottingham Forest. I know and got taken off in the first half, but before that, he done really, really well. Um, you know, you couldn't, you, you couldn't fault him. Absolutely, absolutely. Craig, the last question I want to ask you is: mm. if Arsenal don't do the business this this window and get a striker in, is top four achievable? Um, no. He's a sitting sixth place right now. Yeah. Um, Man United currently sitting fourth with thirty eight points. You sitting six, twenty one games played with 36 mm. points so if you were to win that game of hand you would move into fourth however obviously you've got the noisy neighbours right below you yeah. um, with two games in hand and they're also in 36 points um, which is, is turning into a sort of mini race between Spurs and Arsenal and, and Manchester United for the, for the fourth place and I mean, obviously like... West Ham in amongst there as well so it is it's quite it's becoming a sort of a quite exciting race for fourth but yeah. the question is can Arsenal get it over the line if they don't get a striker this window? I, I don't think so. I mean, I'd like to think so. I mean, we've got what? We're two points off the top four with a game in hand with 17 games left to play. So every, every, everything points towards, yes, you, you know, you could because you, you, you're, you've you got enough games and you've got a game in hand and you could do it. But I just think we'll fall short, mate. I think we'll fall short because we've got no one scoring goals. I mean, like Burnley, you know. That was take points that, uh, to the taking. Yeah, points, right. those points taken. And then, and then right you, on you, you know, win your game in hand. You, you, you know, you're, you're more or less there. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? Um, and the sad thing so, yeah, is, though, if you won goal. that game, you won that game, you're sitting in fourth with a game in hand. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. Those are know? the difference. Those, those are the games you need to take your points from, I think, yeah. if you're going to be successful. And especially at home. Yeah. Especially at home. Yeah, 100%. You know, especially at home. You've got to win those games if you're going to have any bit of seriousness um, of, of finishing in the top four. I mean, you look at the you know look at the teams around us now. They've started winning. You know, Man United have started winning again. Spurs have started winning again. You know, we really, really need to get a centre forward in. Now, look, getting a centre forward in isn't going to be the be all and the end all. Like, even if we get one in, it doesn't guarantee us top four, of course. But anything, you know, anything that we bring in has got to be better than we've already got. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to be an improvement. It can't be one of these panic. You know, oh yeah, go on, just sign him to appease the fans kind of thing. Can't be one of them. It's got to be a serious serious player um, to come in you know or, or like I said an improvement it's got to be an improvement it can't be like I said it can't be one of these you know panic panic transfers I'll just you know just get him in and see see how he gets on you know I'd rather if that's the case I'd rather save the money for the summer and just keep Lacazette up there you know but I think um, if we're not obviously if we're not if we're not going to hit the top four it'll be it'll be down to us it'll be down to us being in front of goal you know I don't think it'll be the other way I don't think it'll be because we lose. I think we'll just probably draw more games. You know, we'll draw the games that we should win, you know, and Burnley being that, that example. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
Well, folks, that is going to do it for this episode. Craig, thank you very much for joining me, mate. You're welcome, mate. Anytime, anytime. Always a pleasure. Uh, for the listeners, this this format is going to continue for the foreseeable. So we're here for you five days a week. A long show, a long Premier League show on the Monday. That's our long show as we, we will look over all the games of the weekend. And then throughout the rest of the week, you can expect 20 to 30 minute shows, uh, much like this one. Uh, but until next time, cheerio bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.